Hello, I'm Takesta. And I'm Jabril. And we are a group of young black boys, aged 10 to 13, who use media to, to tell our story and to teach the word, world. And today we have a special guest who goes by the name of Dana Lewis, a clinical licensed social worker and the founder of Whole Life Center. Thank you guys for having me, man. It's an honor to be with you kings today and to support you guys today. Thank you. And then into our first question, I want to ask, um, can you tell us about your work? Yeah, man, absolutely. So like you guys said in the intro, I'm a licensed clinical social worker. So as a clinician, man, I come into the, the lives of individuals and families to help them with a variety of uh, life issues. So it can be depression, anxiety, um, various traumas that they face. And I come in to provide a source of hope, uh, some insight and um, some feedback, um, you know, to help them to grow and move forward in their healing. So that's what I do as a clinician, man. What made you become a licensed clinical social worker? That's a good question. Um, so what made me become a, a social worker was because I grew up in East Baltimore, right? So growing up in East Baltimore, I saw a lot of poverty, a lot of violence, and just seeing that go on in my everyday life, it broke my heart for real. So just seeing that, I wanted to make a change. So fast forward, I get to high school and I start, uh, my first job was mentoring, mentoring young guys like yourselves, uh, 11 through 13. And um, I started that program through John Hopkins and I found like a niche there to be able to provide uh, mentorship to young men like yourself. And I found that I, I like that I, I made an impact in their life. So from that point, I'm like, man, you know, I believe like social work is where it's at. I want to help people in this way, like be able to talk to people, be able to hear their problems out and to help them move forward. So went to Towson uh, University, got my BS in psychology. Then I went to Morgan, got my MSW. And from that point on, I made it a, 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 a vow to myself to help my people in the city, man, to, to be a source again of hope and a source of inspiration. And that's what really, uh, led me to be a social worker. To you, what, why is mental health important? Oh, man, mental health is important, man, because your mental health, you know, it helps to govern your life, man. The way you think, the way that you behave, man, is very important. So having your mental health intact helps you to um, thrive, right? Really working on your mental health helps you to thrive in your relationships. It helps you to grow as a young man. It helps you to be able to just see things um, in a healthy way. So being able to invest in your mental health and nurture your mental health is ever so important. And our mind is our greatest weapon. And to be able to preserve the mind and to nurture the mind helps us to, lead, helps us to live healthy lives, man. So that's why I feel like mental health is very important. Totally. And an investment. As a mental health worker, what are your thoughts on the coronavirus and how it has affected people with mental health? No doubt. So this uh, pandemic uh, has definitely impacted uh, our mental health. Uh, it has caused uh, depression, anxiety, some unsurety, unsurety about the future, you know, and it seemed like it just came out of nowhere. 
And because we are in this day and time where we have to be quarantined and impacted uh, our normal routine of living. So because of that, people are like, you know, off balance. So with, with being off balance, it can cause depression and anxiety. And I've come across that a lot um, during my therapy sessions that people are saying that being in the house and not being able to move around like they once were doing has caused them great anxiety, great depression, and, you know, losing their jobs, you know, so not having money coming in because of this has caused a lot of anxiety, depression, not knowing how they're going to, you know, support their lifestyle and their family. What would do you, you think? Do you think that this pandemic has, um, you know, caused people, a lot of people to get anxiety amongst the community? Absolutely. Um, like I was saying earlier, you know, the anxiety comes from in, in this pandemic is like, oh my God, like, am I able to ever go out again? The anxiety of about possibly catching the virus, if you have to go out and work, if you're an essential worker, or if you just have to go out and work because your job says, hey, I need to have you here to uh, work. So, you know, just thinking about, you know, getting the virus, thinking about what the future is going to look like afterwards, uh, the anxiety about, you know, is my family member safe? Even the anxiety about not being able to touch people like we once were, you know, being in, uh, you know, crowds of people and really being able to connect with your family and friends is definitely anxiety provoking at this time. What would you recommend anybody with anxiety or a mental disorder to do during this pandemic? Yeah, so what I would suggest, man, is one, like I was talking to you earlier about making sure that you maintain personal connections with your family and friends, you know, because at this time, man, we are isolated from one another. And if you don't um, look to constantly engage your family and friends, and um, have that connection, it can lead to anxiety and depression. It can cause it to spike. So it's very important that each day you make it a point to, you know, reach out to your family members, your friends, look to still have that connection going, you know, whether through, you know, apps like this, a Zoom call or FaceTime call, things like that. Um, another tip that I would suggest is to really tap into things that make you happy you know, at this time. So it could be, what, music. It can be certain hobbies, you know. It could be a craft that, you know, you've been working on, really taking that time to really develop that craft because when you start to tap into those hobbies and you start to exercise, things like that, it helps to keep the mind stimulated um, in a positive way. And it helps you to, at that moment, get your mind off the anxiety. It helps you to get positive thoughts running through there. Um, another tip that I would suggest is to limit, you know, your social media or your media intake. Because um, as you know, it's a lot of news stories out here. And we know what media can do, right? It can over-sensationalize over uh, certain things that's going on. So it's very important that, you know, you stay informed about what's going on uh, with COVID-19 but it's also important that you put a limit on it because the more that you keep looking at those stories, the more that your anxiety can um, increase, the more that your de depression can increase. 
So it's very important that, you know, you, you connect with a trusted source to get your information. And another thing, another tip that uh, I would suggest to somebody that's dealing with anxiety and depression uh, at this time um, during this pandemic is to really think about, hmm, how can I serve somebody else um, during this time? Um, so being able to serve and give back so that it does it, it takes the focus off of you and puts the focus on um, someone else and, you know, encouraging and supporting somebody else during this time. Definitely, I know that. I definitely agree with you. Absolutely. Oh. Okay. You are, you, um, you're around a, like, a lot of people with depression and anxiety. What mm -hmm. are some ways that you could help them? Just, like, in your house or something like that. Just make yeah, it feel man. better. Yeah, so... One thing that I've been suggesting to my clients uh, while dealing with depression and anxiety at this time is really take the time out to realize what you're grateful for. So being able to write a, a, a gratitude list. So being grateful and being able to understand what's really going on well in my life can help you to say, you know what? My life is not that bad. I got a lot of good things going on and a lot of things I should be grateful for to help me to, you know, be, be good about myself and feel good in my mind. So being able to, you know, take that time out to write out what you're grateful for can definitely help you with anxiety and depression at this current um, stage and time that we're in. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'd like to thank um, Mr. Dan Maurice Lewis for coming out and speaking with us. And I'd like to thank everybody for watching the Reflection of the King podcast. And I'm Takesta. And I'm Jabril. And I want to thank you, Mr. Daniel Lewis, for coming out and um doing letting us do this interview with you. And to the to the to the viewers. There are more podcasts on the way soon, so stay tuned. Thank you. Man, man thank you guys. Pleasure. It was a, ple it was a pleasure you being here. Absolutely.